I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello, everyone. It's Eves checking in here to let you know that you're going to be hearing two different events in history in this episode. They're both good, if I do say so myself. On with the show. Welcome to This Day in History class where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. The day was June 22, 1633. The Roman Inquisition sentenced astronomer Galileo Galilei to imprisonment and penance for supporting the idea that the sun was the center of the universe and Earth revolved around it. He was deemed, quote, vehemently suspect of heresy, and his book, Dialogue Concerning the Two Chief World Systems, was banned. Galileo's support of heliocentrism and the Galileo Affair, as Galileo's controversy with the Catholic Church is known, have become parts of his story that are as important as his scientific contributions. In the 16th and 17th century, when Galileo was alive, most people believed that the Earth was at the center of the universe and heavenly bodies revolved around it, a model known as geocentrism. That included the Catholic Church, which maintained that the Earth was static, not just out of fanatical faith, but because heliocentrism seemed absurd based on scientific consensus and contrary to its ideas of hierarchy in the cosmos, among other reasons. Misconceptions about the church's reasoning for sticking to geocentrism aside, Galileo promoted astronomer and mathematician Nicolaus Copernicus's heliocentric theory. 
Galileo's telescopic observations and writings supported the idea that the sun was at the center of the universe. In 1616, the Holy Office appointed a board of theologians called Qualifiers to evaluate the ideas that the sun is at the center of the universe and that Earth is not at the center of the universe and has a diurnal motion. It concluded that the proposition of the sun being at the center of the universe was absurd and false in philosophy and formally heretical, since it was against scripture and common doctrine. The Holy Office also said that the motion of the earth was, quote, at least erroneous in faith. Cardinal Robert Bellarmina, the church's chief theologian, advised that Galileo treat heliocentrism as hypothetical rather than treating it as a real phenomenon, and Galileo was ordered not to hold, defend, or teach heliocentrism. But in 1632, Galileo published the book Dialogue Concerning the Two Chief World Systems. The book pits the Copernican system against the Ptolemaic system, framed as discussions among three characters. The Ptolemaic system holds that Earth is the stationary center of the universe. The character who holds Ptolemaic views, Simplicio, is repeatedly shut down by the other two for his support of geocentrism. As the characters made strong arguments in favor of the Copernican view, Pope Urban VIII sent the book to a special committee for examination. It was determined that the book defended heliocentrism, and so Galileo was suspected of holding the prohibited doctrine. Galileo loosely admitted his fault, but said that he did not intend to support heliocentrism. In April of 1633, he said, I freely confess that a reader not knowing my mind might understand the arguments as supporting the false side, which I intend to refute. Galileo's trial on May 10, 1633, did not last long. He appeared before Commissary Vincenzo Maculano, who gave him eight days to prepare to present his defenses, but he declined the opportunity. On June 21st, Galileo was forced to confess his beliefs under threat of torture, but Galileo was not actually tortured, as was typical for people who were older and ill. He said that at first he considered the Ptolemaic and Copernican systems equally possible, but now he believed in the Ptolemaic system. And on June 22nd, the Inquisition declared that Galileo had defended the condemned opinion of heliocentrism by presenting it as probable in the book Dialogue. The Roman Inquisition was an agency the Catholic Church developed to control religious doctrine and practice. The Inquisitors mentioned how Galileo had failed to bring up his precept not to hold, defend, or teach heliocentrism when publishing his book. And they noted how he confessed that readers could draw the conclusion that heliocentrism was probable for reading his book. They found him vehemently suspect of heresy, as he was suspect of having held and believed the false doctrine, which is contrary to scripture, that the sun was static and at the center of the universe while the earth orbited around it. Dialogue was banned. Galileo was sentenced to be imprisoned in the Holy Office for an indeterminate time, and he was ordered to say the penitential psalms once a week for three years. He was also required to abjure, curse, and detest the error and heresy of heliocentrism. He said the following, in part, in his abjuration, I swear that I have always believed, I believe now, and with God's help, I will in the future believe all which the Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church doth hold, preach, and teach. 
he admitted to his error and swore not to hold, defend, or teach heliocentrism. The next day, he was moved from the prisons of the Holy Office to the Palace of the Grand Duke. Galileo stayed on house arrest in a villa near Florence for the rest of his life. He continued to experiment, write, and work with a student until his death in 1642. I'm Eve Jeffco, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. But if you want to learn more about Galileo, our episode of Unpopular this week is about Galileo and the Galileo Affair. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey, y'all, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Stand History Class, a podcast that brings you a little tidbit of history every day. The day was June 22nd, 1947. Science fiction author Octavia E. Butler was born in Pasadena, California. Butler addressed themes of gender, sexuality, and race through her speculative fiction. Over the course of her writing career, she received several awards, including the Hugo and Nebula Awards. 
Butler's mother was a domestic worker, and growing up, Butler recognized the racism and economic inequity that affected her family. By the time she was 10, she was already writing her own stories, and she was interested in science fiction magazines and stories. As a young adult, Butler pursued paths besides writing and worked temporary jobs, but she wrote when she wasn't working. Through the Open Door program at the Writers Guild, Butler was able to attend a class taught by science fiction author Harlan Ellison. He encouraged her to pursue writing further by attending the Clarion Science Fiction Writers Workshop in Pennsylvania. Though Ellison had offered to publish one of her stories in an anthology, that anthology was never published. When she left Clarion, she began working on the novels that became part of the Patternist series. The first book in the series, published by Doubleday in 1976, was Pattern Master. In the book, telepathic people known as Patternists are dominant over mutes or non-telepathic humans, as well as over mutated humans called Clayarchs. The next two books in the series, Mind of My Mind and Survivor, were published in 1977 and 1978. The books sold well, but she took a break from the series to write Kindred. In the novel, a Black woman named Dana travels back in time to slavery-era Maryland. There, she meets a white ancestor whom she has to repeatedly rescue to make sure that he survives. Butler had trouble placing the book with the publisher because it didn't fit neatly into the science fiction category. But in 1979, Doubleday published Kindred as fiction. The book was received well when it was published, and it became a text that students read in high schools across the U.S. After Kindred, Butler continued to publish books in the Pattern Master series, including Wild Seed and Clay's Ark. Many of her characters were Black women, and she explored themes like control and post-colonialism in dystopian settings. In 1984, she won a Hugo Award for the short story Speech Sounds, and Bloodchild won the Nebula, Hugo, and Locus Awards. Butler worked on the Xenogenesis trilogy in the late 1980s, and in the 1990s, she published Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents, which followed the protagonist Lauren Olamina as she escapes a walled community and founds a new one. Butler once said, quote, I don't write utopia science fiction because I don't believe that imperfect humans can form a perfect society. Fledgling, a science fiction vampire novel published in 2005, was Butler's last publication. She died of a stroke in 2006. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We're at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 